This is Table Talk 12.5 from the Chumps at Late Afternoon Gaming. We've got the Ombudsman Report, followed by a shockingly varied set of nonsense. Check out the subreddit if you want. You'd be the first to do so. Have fun. All right. If we're ready to get started, I got some I got some sick stuff for the Ombudsman Report. Well, before we yeah, do this. that, uh, Nerf, oh could, could you turn the server to Cursive Strahd? It, it already <laughs> It wasn't for me. Oh, now it is. Okay. Also, I've, I've shown Amazing. you guys how to do that several times. I, it I doesn't work for me when again. I try to return to setup. Listen. Did you type in the You're admin the password? server guy. All right. I'm not learning your job. Okay. You got to figure that out. All right. So I'm for the unbudget report. So, uh, Duncan, you're you're using your <laughs> user, your player, Duncan, Fuck. and not the GM <laughs> account, <God>. Duncan. <laughs> not, not again. <laughs> All, right. All right, boys. Uh, so All I, right, I'd like to change the subject. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mentioned last week during Table Talk when we were talking about Duncan's height that the average height and standard deviation for American uh, males. And uh, I was pretty much dead on, uh, which I'm pretty happy about because I looked that up like six years ago and I was basically right, so... Uh, what well, hasn't I, changed a lot since then? So. Yeah, I was. That's, I was hoping. That's true. I was fearing that it had changed due to uh, the pussification of the American <laughs> left or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing: is while while they have been while their posture has gotten worse, uh, Jordan Peterson has been getting all of the alt right guys to stand up straight. Uh, have and you, have you seen that picture of him with like a little carbine and he's got like he's wearing like slacks and a tucked in shirt and then a helmet with like NBGs on it and he just looks like a fucking tool. Is, I'll find is it, it like it's uh, amazing? Is it real or yeah, no, it's yeah, real. He's just him. at a firing range, uh shooting at like an AR fifteen. And he just All looks right. sad. He looks he, it, like I've never seen somebody hold a gun and it makes them look less intimidating. But he Why does it off. he <laughs> here's my question. Why does he sound Irish? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I felt the same way. Um, I, I'm not a big Jordan Peterson guy, but I, I did listen to one of his, his, his Rogan episodes. His full name is Jordan O. Peterson. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, anyway, now that we have a million listeners, if you, if you could answer that question for me, I'd appreciate it. Listeners, please find out why Jordan Peterson sounds Irish. It confuses me. Yeah. Because uh, I, I like to, I, I, I uh, being a man of nuanced views, I watch a lot of... Um, you know, like hitch slap type videos, like so and so owns such and such libtard, kind of the, the sort of stuff that's like 15 minutes long. It's written in all caps, and then it's just one of these people smacking down other people, and you don't get to hear the the other side of the argument. Yeah, well, you don't need that. Uh, I put the picture in the chat. I misremembered. He's not wearing slacks. He's wearing jeans. The effect is the same. Yeah, I, I don't know that I feel the same way about it. I think he just looks like a normal guy at a gun range. Uh, no, that that facial expression is definitely kind of like a uh, something about the business casual with the army helmet and and the NVGs gets me. Well, yeah, it, it's it's probably because he's using NVGs in the date, like it's very well lit in the room. So <laughs> and it doesn't look like he has the caps on the other end. So normally with NVGs, uh, there's a cap that you can put on for like higher light situations. That uh, you know, it, it basically just it's just got a little tiny hole that you look through because. No. The way he's got it, he's going to overload the sensor, and it's just going to be, like, very, very green, and he's not going to say anything. I do think you guys are being kind of unfair, because, sure, it's well lit where he's standing, but for all we know, ten feet away, it's pitch black. 
<laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, there's no way to know. It, yeah, so, you know, it could be that it's uh, it's daytime where the shooters are standing, and then at the end of the range, it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it makes I sense. See. We don't yeah, know. Okay. This this could be an this could be yeah. a uh, international dateline situated range. Yeah, luckily the uh, NVGs uh, don't see any of the light between. Uh, it just pierces right through the darkness. When I was a kid, I really wanted these goggles that I think were at. I think they were in Toys R Us, and they were you know they they're plastic and they were like, you know, kind of a, a Nerf gun take on. Uh, night vision goggles, and they were clearly mm. just shitty plastic goggles that had like a flashlight glued to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, still wanted them. It's enough. Very, very still, still do. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, listeners might be wondering why we didn't do the dramatic reading uh, after the session, like we mm-hmm. said we were going to. Of someone else's uh, content. Yeah, well, no, the answer is that's going to be Patreon exclusive. Yeah, oh, Patreon nice. Yeah. Oh, I thought so. it was going to go on the late afternoon gaming only fans. Yeah, I mean, tomato, tomato, but yeah. It's actually going to be a 38-part tweet. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. It's actually going to be a giveaway just on copying our and subreddit. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Uh, next up, Jack, I actually, I have a, I have a job for you that you can do for the podcast. <laughs> I don't know about um, that. No, this is an easy one. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, I just I want you to be the link guy. So whenever we've got a link that I'm supposed to put in the description, I always forget by the time we, like by the time I'm publishing, if you can just keep a running list of the links and send it to me, then I can add it later, and I don't I don't got to do that work. Can you okay. do that for me? Yes, I can do that. That's actually an important. Should, should job. we include this picture of Jordan Peterson with a gun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm giving you most of the like the arbitration over which links get put in there. So, uh, you know, I'll throw in I'll throw in a secret bonus link every episode too, listeners. Oh, nice! Oh. Check it out. That's great. So for this is both for the uh, table talk and for the session. Um, I I was mentioning mentioning it to Duncan before we started, but uh, I am like the absolute bane of the uh, of our audio quality even though I'm the person who talks about it the most. Uh, so listeners might have noticed that Duncan was kind of dropping off last time. A lot of times he would say something and it would just fade out to nothing uh, and it would move on very quickly. It's because we I had asked him to adjust his gain, but I forgot to adjust his noise gate. So it meant his mic just stopped picking up a bunch of stuff, especially on the tail end of what he was saying. And I had changed his like, decay at the end of it. Uh, to make it shorter, so all around it just it meant the last second of everything he said was cut off, which was uh, not good. So sorry, listeners, and sorry, Duncan. Apology accepted. I think it was an improvement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we asked the question during the session: Did Eisen buy a tent? No, uh, and the answer is no. I bought a tent and said that Eisen was going to carry it. Oh. That was in session seven. Uh, it was ten gold at. Uh, Gunther's store, um, and yeah, so I, I bought it, and then I, I, I said that uh, Isaac was going to carry it because he's much stronger. And as will come up in later conversations during this table talk, Eisen is actually infinitely strong, uh, right? Which exactly. allows well, him actually, to do all kinds of things. That's the next point I was going to make. So we had a, a, a minor debate about the elevator and whether us pulling down on the chain while standing on the elevator—I mean, it really doesn't matter whether we're standing on it or not—would um, lift the elevator uh, with. Jack contending that yes, and me contending that 
well, we might just pull ourselves up on the chain. Yeah, with the deciding um, factor being, is the person pulling on the chain heavier? This is this is a situation, if you recall, where the chain goes up from the elevator, goes around the pulley, and then comes back down, and we're pulling on the dangling part. Whether or right. not the elevator goes up depends on whether or not it's heavier than the person pulling the chain. Right, which exactly. It was made of wood, the, the, so I was assuming it, it was lighter. That's some nuance that, that we failed to capture there. And, Correct. hey, wood can be heavy. We don't know how thick it is. So yeah, it's all waterlogged uh, or something. Aizen, though, because he's infinitely strong, that requires infinite muscle, and he has infinite density. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. He's actually, it's uh, only by magic that he's not uh, plummeting into the core at all times. Mm-hmm. There's a TV trope about that. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like necessary secondary powers or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, where oh, it, kind of a the, Wolverine healing thing. N- not quite that. It's talking about... Uh, like the picture of it is a, a very strong guy who's trying to lift something very heavy um and he goes like three two one and then the next panel is he crashed through the floor trying to lift this thing yeah or like uh, all of his bones shatter because his muscles are really strong but his bones are normal it's like yeah, yeah it's, he, he must have super bones too otherwise this doesn't work mm-hmm. right so it's some it's something that worm tackles i think pretty well um a worm a link yeah, to worm. i mean that's just another yeah. link link in the description of her worm but and you can link to the TV trope for whatever that trope is. Um, I think it's it's like necess- necessary secondary powers or something. This job uh, is already heating up. This is uh, <laughs> it, this yeah. is this is for the best. This is for the best. Um, okay, that was my last note. Uh, I want to get to our podcast statistics, which, like I just said, uh, apparently we've had fifty nine unique listeners over the past seven days. Uh, eh. Uh, we've had 69 views over the past seven days, which brings us up to 446. Last time we were at like 360 something, so that's somewhat significant. And I, I don't know what's going on, but our no. both of our Adventures League episodes are now like our our clear favorites in terms of all time listens. Sorry, sure which which of both of the Adventures League ones? Uh, Downtime Shackles of Blood and Downtime Beneath the Hills. Yeah. Where, yeah okay. They are clearly at the top uh, in our most popular episodes. You know what that means. Episode two, where the bear gets resurrected, and it turns out that we have a pet bear now. Uh huh. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Well, that that means, Shepard, you are going to have to do sound effects for everything. That's clearly the breakout. (laughs) No, if 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 that's if that's the cost, I'm not willing to pay it. But I, I don't see any getting around it. (laughs) <laughs> that's the difference between you and me <laughs> I absolutely see a way of getting around it um, one last thing I wanted to plug was uh, I'm going to have Jack put a, a link to this in the in the notes but um, Irina is having a really tough time getting back to Barovia but we're going to set up a PayPal if we can get <laughs> $500 in that PayPal I think that'll be enough that we can send to Arena to help her supply up for the journey and make sure she makes it back so let's make it that. happen gamers kids if you, you can like send arena the the your credit card number and the three digit code on the back of it <laughs> yeah and expiration date and your yeah, uh, expiration date yeah uh, so i'll link to the patreon <laughs> for those uh canada trucker convoy people and people could just donate to that instead <laughs> well but that's just gonna go to uh whatever uh, gofundme decides is a better cause <laughs> Oh yeah, now that it's been like banned or whatever. Well, so what happened was they were it was something like eight million dollars uh the truckers or someone on the truckers behalf had raised on GoFundMe. Um 
GoFundMe shut it down and said that unless you request a refund, you know, as a donor, then they were going to basically reshuffle that money to Black Lives Matter or, or other similar protests, um, but that they would not be giving it to the, the trucker convoy people, um, which caused some people to be a little mad and say GoFundMe sucks. Very sad. That's um, yeah. <laughs> but now that the free market is working uh, against these people, I don't support it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't support the free market. You don't support the protest. Um, I, the the free market should only be free when it makes me happy, and then it should be restricted entirely arbitrarily based on when I am dissatisfied. Yeah, that sounds pretty consistent. That's a good worldview. The rule is: Am I happy? <laughs> yeah. mm. Okay. That's the bar against which all policy should be measured. Um, I was hoping that the you know, somewhat surprising spike in listeners would be followed by a, a spike in uh, participation in the subreddit. Uh, I'm sorry to report that that's not the case. No. Uh, but, but Duncan, you'll be surprised to hear that, despite the fact that this page only has one member, five are online on the subreddit. So I, uh, it, It's funny. I mean, I have no idea how that works, of course, because I'm not a nerd. I'm a jock. Uh, so I, I don't know how page view counters on on reddit work but i remember in college me and my roommates had a private subreddit where we would just you know trade bullshit back and forth and there were four people on it because there were four of us and it would say stuff like seven people online now it's like no there aren't <laughs> no there aren't <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense I, I i don't know um i attribute it to either ghosts or russian hackers or the NSA. Um, mm. Yeah, the usual suspects. Or Russian ghost NSA agents. Mm. Um, yeah, they could be. Nerf, do you know how I... I'm trying to find the Wizard of Wines map in uh, the Benios battle maps, and I don't see it anywhere. Um, let me take a look. Uh, some of them are under strain. Uh, While that's being investigated, have you guys, mm. going back to the Canada trucker convoy thing, have you guys seen the uh, <laughs> the Ram Ranch thing? No. Ram uh, Ranch. Okay. What so there's this, <laughs> there's this song. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a brothel that somebody set up in the back of their truck. <laughs> no, so what it is, so the Canada truckers are pissing a lot of people off by just honking all the time and people are getting really annoyed about <laughs> sure. it. So, <laughs> so some, some of the locals have started basically fighting back with this song called Ram Ranch that they just play as loudly as they can around the truckers. <laughs> and that's, uh, it's about like 18 <laughs> gay cowboys getting their dicks sucked. <laughs> It's, um, okay. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a great song. Why would they be mad about it? It's very bad. Um, I, I put a link to it if you want to listen to it while you're waiting this for This looks like, this, this looks gonna like say the, the cover of a, a book you'd find in the grocery store. I was gonna say it yeah. looks like a Chuck Tingle novel. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Tingle. Give it, give it a listen for the first couple of <laughs> first you know, couple of fifteen, as they say, seconds, and okay. see how you feel about it. Um, this is going to be a very link-heavy uh, session that we're doing here. Duncan, I, I'm pretty sure I made a, <laughs> a wine's map last session. Hang on, no, I actually got to listen to it. Oh, this is banging so far. <laughs> this is uh, th- this almost sounds like some Andy Salad material. Oh, snap! I, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say as soon as the guy started talking. I'm done listening to it. <laughs> oh, this is. I'm going to play this while I work out later. I think. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely epic. Yeah. 
I just love the it, like. It sounds like <laughs> the 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 quality of the vocals. It's like somebody singing it over like on Xbox Live lobby. <laughs> it's right, it's, exactly. it's the stock mic it. that comes with your controller. Like, uh -huh. I'm gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Link in the description, audience. Yeah. Uh, Jack, while they're figuring out all their stuff, um, you know, you, you're a fanatic for uh, cooking. You got any recipes that uh, you tried recently that you want to share? Hey, and uh, nothing, nothing appropriated from another culture, please. Not on this podcast. Oh, of course not. I, <laughs> I did try making a lemon tart recently. Uh -huh. One of my first attempts at baking. And uh, it was pretty sad. It it came oh, out that's too bad. Yeah, it came out tasting pretty great. But uh, for people who don't know, lemon tart is basically just like a, a pie crust kind of thing, and then you put lemon curd in, like, and you, you kind of make it into a custard, and you put it in there, and then you, and then you bake it, and it sets. But you're not supposed to leave it in the oven too long because it does have eggs in it, since it's a custard. And if you leave it in too long, it'll start browning. Um, and it doesn't hurt the flavor too much, but it kind of looks like shit. And I left mine in the oven a bit too long, and it kind of looked like shit. But it tasted great. Yeah, well, alright, it seems like easy fix. Yeah, just leave it in the time. oven less, less time. But, uh, that was, it, it was, uh, one of my friends at work is, like, really into baking. And just as a joke, I started talking mad shit about her... Uh, her lemon tart that she had made recently and it was like I'm gonna make like the best one ever and then she once I made it she asked for a picture and I had to very shamefacedly show her this like fucking brown lemon curd you should have sent just like a stock photo uh, like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's got like funny. Getty images as a watermark or just like some really obvious color correction in photoshop uh, yeah <laughs> bright that's, yellow that's I'm surprised that the meme master Jack didn't do that, honestly. Uh, yeah, you know, I was short on time. I was too busy fucking bitches to bother with that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was too busy at the Ram Ranch. <laughs> yeah, 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 I bet. <laughs> I, I really thought that you were going to say the Ram Ranch was like a brothel in the back of one of the trucks that had been set up. <laughs> no, like, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me if there was something like that. I'm sure there's some, like, lot lizards who have been making a killing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the place to be. What uh, a time yeah. to be a Canadian lot lizard. <laughs> uh, Tell you what, though, we're really... Lot lizard makes me laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> it's a good good topic spread tonight. We've got elevator vector diagrams, lot lizards, <laughs> yeah. lemon tart, baking uh, advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack, you're gonna have to like devise some like physics applet uh, to link to to, to describe yeah, the elevator yeah, situation. I'll, I'll definitely and, do that. And how multiple like block and tackle police systems could increase efficiency and negate any sort of problem that might yeah. come up. Now, what we didn't discuss was that I believe all three of us were standing on the. Uh, <laughs> all three of us were standing on it, so that would also complicate things in the direction away from Eisen being able to pull the elevator up. Well, as long as he's just pulling all the ropes at the same time, um, like in a bunch, like he twists them up, you know what I mean? That should be fine. No, but if all if if the other people are standing on the elevator and not doing anything, then they're effectively just adding to the weight of the plank. So now Eisen has to be heavier than the combined weight of <laughs> both oh, of yeah, his sure. friends and the elevator. Yeah. Uh, well, and don't forget uh, later 
uh, Esmeralda joined us too. That's true. But she was missing a leg, so she only weighed like two pounds. Oh, true. But the, she, she had a glimmer the, leg, which weighed she, a lot. She was on the Olimiday diet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I lost 45 pounds in 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, Speaking of which, uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm back on the weight loss train. Um, oh, I've good. lost five pounds since Wednesday. That's not Tra- train or roller coaster. <laughs> that's really bad. No, it's not bad. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is kind of bad. That's the how that's, is that not bad? A, that's not a healthy rate of weight loss. What do you know about it? You're supposed to limit yourself to like one or two percent at most a week. If you're if you lost five pounds in two days, <laughs> like, I guess yeah. it kind of depends on when you weighed yourself. Yeah. Listen, uh, yeah, everyone, everyone, every, no one cares when you're fat. People just want to make sure you're losing weight the right way. <laughs> like, you could be fat and unhealthy and like an alcoholic all day long. I know, because that was me <laughs> a couple years ago. No one says anything at all, but as soon as you start losing weight, everyone's a critic. It's so annoying. I got told the other day that I look like a cute lumberjack, and I've been riding that high for ever since. Wow. Did you start playing uh, Ram Ranch? <laughs> yeah. No, this is before like, I knew no, about I'm Ram a Ranch. Cowboy, baby. <laughs> yeah. But if I had known about Ram Ranch at the time, I would have started singing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to the whole thing later. I, I, as soon as the, the I audio know, man, or the, the vocal started long. coming. <laughs> we'll, we'll post yeah, a reaction podcast. I've decided I want to be a, a reactor. Mm-hmm. Right, Stop. and it, you have to be really, really explicit <laughs> with your vocals because there's no video, right? So yeah. You have Average to gasp like a like year old man reacts to. <laughs> yeah. 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 Joe Rogan lookalike Duncan. Right? <laughs> yes. Six foot tall man. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, good thing I bleep every time we use <laughs> racial slurs. Uh, <laughs> that way we can never get hit for... Uh, you're never gonna have to make an apology, <laughs> like Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, after uh, after he apologized, I canceled my. Uh, after he made his apology, I canceled my appearance on on his podcast. It's a shame mm-hmm. too, because that we really could have. Well, you know, we we did get a bump somehow. <laughs> in our he could have used our help, I think. And uh, oh, yeah. were there any two countries on the list, by the way? Oh, good question. Yeah, Eritrea. Uh, yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. We got Molly. Yeah. Hang on, we got two from Romania. Nice. Oh. Hang on, I gotta look up how to say hi in Romanian. The Mazeltov or whatever. Yeah, that's that's not Romanian. Yeah, Aloha. <laughs> that's the joke. Okay, so uh, Google tells me, hey Romanians, I want to say welcome to the podcast. Actually, I'm gonna listen. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah. How hard can it be? Naziwa. Oh. That's how you say hello in. Uh, that's how Google says you say hello in Romanian. So, uh, our Romanian listeners, welcome to the party. I'm glad you're here. Please tell all your friends about late afternoon gaming. Romanian listeners, if if you will reach the hundred dollar mark on our Patreon, we'll all learn Romanian and undo it and go and, and <laughs> yeah, play. We will become a Romanian only podcast. That's yeah. fine. It's it's I, I I'm pretty sure it's a romance language. So how hard can it be? Yeah. Know? Probably enough cognates yeah. that we can punch our way through. Yeah. Now, based on this uh, <laughs> this hello translation, yeah, it, it it basically looks like French to me. I'm sure that's horribly insulting. Right. I mean, which we also mm-hmm. can't speak, but you know, I imagine uh, I, if I really applied myself, I'd be able to. That, I mean, that's, 
that's the that's the closest <laughs> we have to a, like a mutual second language on this server. So, because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Nerf, did you take any French uh, when you were a youth? I did not, but I did take Latin, which is basically you know old French. Yeah, okay, that's better. That, actually, enough. there you go. Yeah, that'll help. That'll help Bingo. quite a bit. Uh, now I'm doing I'm still doing the Latin course in Duolingo right now, and it is remarkably similar yeah. to French. Go yeah. figure. Father sacrifices uh, two goats. <laughs> uh, the drunk parrots don't fight. Uh, yeah. That's that's the part where I'm at right now. Corina. I don't know why they. Corina. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty uh, limited on vocabulary. They can throw at you. What do oh, you sacrifice quick. in the graveyard? <laughs> yeah, the dutiful man <laughs> sacrifices daily <laughs> at the grave. Um, so yeah, no, we're pretty close because I know that uh, Duncan is—he's probably the most uh, proficient with French, and then I assume Jack and I are at approximately the same proficiency, which is to say, not great, but we can get there. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Are you doing Duolingo or something? On, off and on, yeah. Okay, I'm on. I, I think my my streak is up to like 190 or something. I'm fucking slamming it on Duolingo. Yeah, I, I've, I've been getting notifications about you doing like 100 lessons a day and shit like that. Yeah, I can. I mean, you know, I don't know that I'd want to like have a conversation in French, but I could definitely, you know. But I, I could do a lot of some Duolingo. <laughs> I, I could definitely read a map, probably order <laughs> <laughs> order fast food. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Should you're on a 190 day trip. hotel. I'm That's on a 194 cool. day streak. I'm I think a, I'm on like a, a almost 300 day not doing it streak, which is pretty good. Oh, cool. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Equally impressive. I'm yeah. on a 550 something day streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rock on. Have you had to use any streak freezes? Uh, a fuck time. I, a fuck I time. have. <laughs> um, I, I actually, I have a, I was looking at my streak freeze calendar and it's what, April 2020 or no, when did I start? Oh, I know. I guess I, I started in spring of 2020. Um, and April 2021 is like, I, I looked every day is frozen. Damn. <laughs> That's, how did you, are, you're not buying these gyms, are you? No, but I, I have, um, I, I have like a 550 day streak and I have almost that many crowns. Um, oh, okay. Got it. So I've, I've. Uh-huh spent a i've done a fuck ton of lessons and so i've no i'm not gonna pay for gyms or well there there are two different currencies on duolingo there's the app uses gyms and the the web version uses lingots and they don't talk to each other it's two you know two different uh economies of course (laughs) um but anyway uh no I've, i've done so many lessons that i still have like stupid amounts of gems i will never have to um you know never have to buy anything yeah see my problem is i'm, I'm really lazy and i usually forget to do duolingo until like i'm about to go to bed so i only do one lesson a day so <laughs> i uh it takes me a long time to get crowns across latin and french i've only got 100 crowns <laughs> most of them are in latin uh, yeah but, i i have all the latin ones but i mean the latin course is really short short enough to the point yeah, that yeah. i i got you know I, I, I know the words, like I, I understand the vocabulary that they have there, but my sentence structure is terrible. Um, you know, I, I could not, I, I couldn't write even a simple sentence now, and I, it's been six months since I took the course, but I think I would, you know, the, the, the words that they use over and over, like parrot, uh, uh, <laughs> I <haven't> recognize. <laughs> Whereas yeah. the, the, the French simple course, problem. I, uh, you know, I have something like, I, th- I think I have 
400 something crowns in, in French. And I mm-hmm. am using their method where you, you don't just, you know, I haven't just done everything on level one all the way to the end. I, I've, you know, almost everything I've done is up to whatever that purple crown is. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I slowly chip my way through and I, I feel like I have a very firm grasp on all of the content so far. I, I really, I, you know, I, I could I could get around all right using it. Yeah. Um, Luckily, with Latin, no one is ever going to expect you to speak or write Latin. It's only reading comp. That's all that matters. So as long as you, like, retain the structure of it, you're good. But um, and, and even then, you know, like, I'm, I'm not reading um, literature in Latin. You know, the idea was I was going to become an Indiana Jones type. I was going to uh, make a Nathan Drake joke, so you're kind of mm-hmm. in the same boat. I was going to say Lara Croft, so we're all on the same page. Right. I, I was going to become probably similar to all of those people, except more successful and better better known. Um, mm-hmm. And better looking, too, because they're all they're <clears throat> kind of uggos. And you know how they, you know, they're kind of, they're like well, experts in a dozen different like fields. Tom Holland, so. Yeah, man, I, I'll tell you a movie I'm not going to watch. Mark that. Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the day, I think I mentioned it before, they were talking about having Mark Wahlberg play Nathan Drake. This was like, you know, 10 years ago or something. Honestly, that would have worked better. I just don't know if Nathan Drake hates Asian people the way Mark Wahlberg does. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I missed this. I, we're becoming no, a pop culture they, podcast. Didn't he blind some... Uh, he, he, some... Pun- he like punched some woman in the eye. I don't know if she got blinded by it. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jack, you got to link this in the description. Yeah, I'll find <laughs> it. And so, and let's clarify. You know, we we can't speak to his motivations. Uh, so, you know, I mean, we can't be that he. Um, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> uh, Not reliably, but, uh, but no, because there was that like ten or twelve minute short that came out uh, a couple years ago that was Nathan Fillion. It was like a fan project by Nathan Fillion where he played Nathan Drake, uh, and it was it is. You know, pretty low quality, but it was, it was like, very charming. And, uh, but what I contend, as I, you know, will often do is, this is just something that doesn't need to be made into a movie. Now, I know, I understand why they're making it into a movie, because money, but... The real question is, it's, didn't they already make it into a movie four times? Right, that's what I'm saying, is, like, the, the games are basically movies. <laughs> um, it's, uh, they're, like, they're fun, I enjoy them, except, uh, the boat part of Uncharted 3. Uh... <laughs> I find infuriating. I recently went back and uh, played through the beginning of Uncharted 4, which is unusual. I don't, I don't, I mean, I rarely play video games by myself anymore. Um, and I forgot how much I hated Nathan Drake because he's such a douchebag. Well, that's like the whole point of the fourth game is that he's just an asshole. <laughs> and his, all yeah. the people around him just enable him. So yeah. I love those games, but I think one of the major issues with them is, like, Nathan Drake follows a very similar arc every time. It's, it's like he doesn't learn anything between adventures. I don't know. I mean, in this one, he was, like, very specifically insufferable, and they betrayed a likable character. Um, yeah. Which is, well, and and, and don't get me wrong. Elena yeah. is, like, supremely likable in, in number four, where she's, like, kind of yeah. understanding of him. But, like, it's almost frustrating where it's like, but why would you? Like, the... He, he never changes. <laughs> the best part of that entire game is... Uh, by the way, I'm just putting the Wikipedia page for Mark Wahlberg because it goes into a bunch of detail. But uh, <laughs> okay. the, the best part of that game is uh, w- at one point when they're just having a conversation about doing some other shit, like the next step, and Sully goes, how is Elena on board with this? 
and uh-huh. Nathan doesn't say anything, and then Sully's just like, Jesus, Nate. Sully, Sully's like, the best character. Uh, See you in hell, kid. See you in hell, kid. Victor, <laughs> goddamn Victor Sullivan. Goddamn Sullivan. <laughs> it's such a good game. Uh, or he, he's a great character. Yeah, Nathan Drake is, is definitely the worst character yeah. uh, in those. I hear Naughty Dog is actually making a spinoff game that's just the uh, jet ski segments from the first game. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, man, that's some garbage. <laughs> They're uh, really well, well designed. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to a game where I can, as Nathan Drake, play Crash Bandicoot. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah that it, was a it's fun just touch. Nolan North doing commentary on your entire playthrough of the game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he could be a streamer. Spin attack. I, I do think, uh, yeah, may, maybe that's what we should make as a video game. Um, streamer simulator. I know mm-hmm. simulator games aren't they aren't what they used to be. After lawn mowing simulator, kind of you know took the just the supplanted everything storm. else, yeah. and <laughs> and people were like, well, that's it. You know, you nobody's gonna top this Yeah. How far did you get in that game? Well, I uh, I can't remember what the last mower I unlocked was. The funny thing is, it it actually does take a long time to mow some of those lawns. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it took like thirty minutes or forty minutes to mow. No, it no, it takes crazy. longer when you when you get oh farther God. on, especially because I started getting pretty ambitious because I got to this point where um, <laughs> your I mean, lawn mowing so, empire was growing. Let me back up because I don't want to sound like a complete idiot. Uh, <laughs> it is a genuinely satisfying game because mm. you. Uh, which you only I, played because I bought it for you. <laughs> oh, right, right. It, it, this is not something I sought out, but but you know, it, it, you you got it. I I played it and streamed it as a like a joke, and then it was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. And I mean, I I like mowing the lawn in in real life because I I just some something about me. I really like tasks where I can where the the progress is very visible, um, even even if they're stupid. Uh, like, I have a bunch of dice, um, and I, it, it, deep, deep during, uh, <laughs> you know, like early 2021 when I was spending weeks at a time in my house with nothing to do, I would pour out all my dice onto the floor and sort them by, you know, D4, D6, D8, and time myself. Um, oh, wow, that, that's, I didn't realize you were that depressed. <laughs> I would have I would have reached out and told you to end it. I'll, I'll tell you what, I had a great time doing it. Um, but I, I don't know, some, something about watching you know one pile get smaller and these other piles get bigger just really does it for me. And and mowing mowing a lawn scratches that itch. And lawn mowing simulator. Um, yeah, I, I initially I thought like, oh okay, this is actually pretty fun, and so I streamed it for like a few days in a row. Um, you know, for an hour or so a day and got to the point where I needed to, I needed to like buy a bigger building that had more bays that I could park these lawnmowers because I needed to have all these employees to like make enough money to get the (laughs) mower I wanted. And in order to get there, I was having to mow, like I was having to make these deals where I was giving my shitty employees the best mowers because that's what they needed to get the job done. And I was using these, rink, like my rinky dink little mower to mow this you know, fucking acre uh, lawn that was, uh, it would take me like 50 minutes. And, and at, at some point I had to say like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, 
You know, that weird dice thing that I do takes me, you know, four or five minutes. I'm not going to sit here and play a video because I, I was no longer streaming at that point. I was just sitting by myself, mutely staring at this virtual lawn. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just had to go and do something more productive. Like, uh, that's Joe Biden's America. <laughs> like pour dice out on the floor and count them. <laughs> Guys, this might be our best table talk in a long time. I, I think it's up there. Such a breadth topics okay yeah i am with that <laughs> and uh yeah well, no i'm uh no we're uh we're, we're rapidly approaching well i i told nerf i wanted this particular map that wasn't in a pack that we thought was already loaded on the server so we're we're uploading it now but it's uh it's large oh is, is it another one of those cool 3d ones we're using nothing but yeah you know. nothing but the best for you guys yeah wow i love that let's go ahead and plug them guys uh, this is a, a link for you to throw down um, Benios, B-E-N-E-O-S, Battle Maps. There's a Patreon. They're these really cool uh, 3D animated maps. They're interactive. Uh, we used we used it really for the first time last session when we did Van Richten's Tower. Um, and I thought it added a lot to the scene. It was pretty cool. So, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I Initially, when I heard about it and hadn't seen one yet, I thought, okay, that's kind of gimmicky and probably more trouble than it's worth. Nope, it is not. It's awesome. Um, and we've got a bunch more. But they're they're big. so They are beefy. Yeah. I, the audio is also really good um, for the for the scenes. I mean, so we, we did Van Richten's Tower. And you could hear the wind blowing and and the waves from the lake lapping on the shore. Uh, it was right. It was awesome. Yep. Um, y- you know what though, uh, Shepard and Jack, Nerf has been running these mothership games um, and been he's been using what is it Stream Deck, Sound Deck, uh, sa- Sound Pad, Tabletop Audio, Sound Pad, um, to do both the music and the ambient stuff, and that has been working. It was inconsistent last night, but when it has worked, it's been really good. I didn't really want you to respond to that. I just wanted to throw it out. Cool. I wasn't planning on responding. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I have no intention of ever being on the production side of things, so it doesn't matter to me. So how is everyone's day? (laughs) Dude, it was great. We got... I was at work for two hours today. Nice. And they were like, yep, okay, that's all we got to do. Go home. (laughs) All right. It's such such a 180. It's such a 540 from my previous job. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. I, uh, at my office, we're on max telework now, uh, due to, due to Omicron. And I hope it never changes. I love max telework. I go into the office two times a week. Um, you know, when, when I need to, I, 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 there's no rule that I have to be there at a particular time, and it's pretty great. I save a ton of time on my commute. I wake up five minutes before I, I need to have a meeting. Um, I'm all about it. I had teleworking had never been on my radar until uh, you know until I started this job and, and had it as an option, and I I would struggle to go back. I'm it's curious. God, it's pros and cons depending on what job you do. Yeah, like. Where, where I was you know, in my previous position, teleworking was awful because most of my productive work was done going to other people's desks and interfacing with them directly, doing things via phone and email just took way too fucking long. And so it was a huge crippling thing for me. But other people who 
you know, most of their job was taking a bunch of data inputs and then sitting down and making a document. Doing remote work, which meant no flybys, and people walking by and saying, oh, I need you to do this for me. Mm-hmm. But that was massive for them. They, they were so much more productive. So it's, it's a real toss-up. But if you got the right job for it, being able to work remotely, not only does it cut out your commute, you're just so much more effective if you can stay focused, which is another problem that a lot of people have. Yeah, I have, um, you know, my last job, I was in a more of a leadership position where I was, you know, I needed I needed the access to, to get my job done. And it was all about constant communication. Now, um, I, I'm much more of a, like, independent worker bee. I'm not client-facing, and I'm, I'm working hard to keep it that way. So it's pretty easy for me to just grab a task and run back to my hole and do it somewhat undisturbed. Uh, and I'm generally much more productive at home for that reason. All right. Hey, guys, I'm back. I was on the phone for too long. We didn't notice. What I miss? Oh, no. We were talking yeah. about the pros and cons of remote work and how it's... Uh, you know how we've been enjoying it so far yeah, yeah. I, I might have mentioned it before and i might have mentioned it before on this podcast but uh as a supervisor i despise telework <laughs> um <laughs> I, yeah i i want to i want to like be able to go over to my people and like talk to them and and you know be able to see what they're doing and help them and you know whatever support they need i i i'm just i'm not confident <laughs> a lot of times that when when we're doing max telework uh, that you know the things that need to get done are actually getting done uh, and a lot of times there's really no way for me to verify it yeah and, and it, uh, I mean to clarify I, I think I I agree that productivity is a problem um, I definitely work with people that uh, I think are the opposite of me and they're, they're more productive when they're in the office and they struggle to be productive at home and so I, I think I think when I telework or I think when my office teleworks at large, I wind up doing more labor um, because I, I wind up just taking on more tasks as a result of you know deadlines not moving and other things not getting done. But it still takes me less time because nobody's yeah. bugging me and I don't commute anywhere. So it's it's easily a, a good trade if you can get past you know, how, how like unfair that is. Right. No, I, I feel you. And when I was doing like a really heavy telework thing where everyone in my organization was teleworking, um, and we, we were on a pretty tight lockdown, uh, I was I was getting a lot of stuff done, but it's mostly because I was doing, like you say, like a, most of the people who work for me, I was doing most of their work because they were in a situation where they couldn't. So I was getting a lot done. And I, I think, I don't know if I'm more efficient, you know, at home or at work, but uh, I just... I prefer everyone to be in the space where they're supposed to be doing their job. Um, yeah, that, that's just me. Like, and I, I get the telework thing. I understand it, and there's a lot of advantages to it, and I get that. But it, just as a supervisor, it, I don't. That's my identity politics shining through. By the way, as a supervisor, as a supervisor, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, as I, a, uh, I'm becoming one, and I'm pretty happy about mine because it's literally impossible for my job to get for my job or my subordinate's job to get done without being on site. So. <laughs> fucking checkmate nice <laughs> got him everyone's gotta be here this entire operation shuts down yeah y- you know what though in my last job i had a killer office like it was a great group of dudes we loved hanging out at work uh and it, it was one of those things where like you knew at the time 
it's gonna suck when this is over because I'm never gonna have an office like this again. And now I have a, a job where I'm like relatively aloof and make a point not to get to know my coworkers. So it's, it is very different. Hey, I want to I want to transition here so we can get into the session first. Duncan, uh, you wrote an interesting piece earlier. Oh, I just read that. It was very fun. It was awesome. Do you want to post that somewhere where we can link to it? Oh, uh, I had not thought about that, but yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so just for the audience, uh, Duncan had written something very interesting about sort of the way we frame problems and, and the like the roundabout way we feel like we're solving them even when we're really just overcomplicating things. It was very funny. Yeah, um, so I'll, uh, I guess I'll, I'll introduce it. I, I, I am very, I'm fascinated by productivity and uh, how people approach their work and kind of, I'm, I'm kind of the, in a given project, I'm usually the, hey, what the fuck are we doing guy. Um, and so I, I've been writing, I've been writing some but short little essays on work concepts that I find interesting. And they, they, they don't really go anywhere. I just post them on the Discord and people bat them around. But um, this most recent one was about a problem that I I named taxonomizing. Uh, and I it, this is, you know, one of those things that for all I know, somebody has already described this and it has a real name, but I'm, if, if they have, I'm unaware of it. Um, and it's it's something it's it's basically when instead of trying to solve a problem you just describe it to death and you break it down into a bunch of little categories and um you know you 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 build a tax a taxonomy and uh i i find that especially in white collar spaces this is really really prevalent or excuse me this is really really prevalent and I think it's a dodge. It's a. It's really easy to do, and you can, you can throw a lot of ink at it. You can generate these enormous products. You can describe things to depth in as much detail as you want, and then take credit for being an authority on it without actually doing anything. So in, in this piece, I take like a really mundane issue, and I, just illustrate the absurdity of trying to pretending to solve problems in this way. Um, I won't. I won't spoil it because it's. It is kind of. It's framed in the in the form of a, like a silly conversation, uh, before I, I really dig into the problem. And I, I think it's something that I'm going to expand quite a bit later. But right now I'm I'm working on a collection of essays about mostly white collar work because I just think it's interesting. Uh, and and this is one. Duncan is the new. Uh, Duncan's pieces are going to be like. Dilbert, but more sophisticated. I'm the Cyril Northcote Parkinson for the modern age. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what that means. Uh, he was this um, British. I think he was a. I think he was a naval historian who turned his attention to bureaucracy and started writing these uh, tongue-in-cheek, but kind of biting, um, like funny critiques of mostly I think the British civil service um, and uh, so he he came up with these rules I think this was Parkinson where um, like the time uh, I'm, I'm gonna butcher the the phrasing of this but it's rules like the time spent in a meeting on a given topic is inversely proportional to its importance um, so, his, <laughs> awesome. his Wikipedia page will also be linked, but Parkinson's Law. 
work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. Which is obviously true, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and, no. and, you know, uh, there was some other stuff like, you know, groups larger than six people accomplish nothing. Um, I, I, wanna, I think this quote is attributed to him, uh, and it's a favorite of mine. Uh, the bureaucracy is expanding to meet the expanding needs of the bureaucracy. Yeah, it's like the rocket problem, right? <laughs> like the more uh, the more fuel you carry, the more fuel you need to carry that fuel. Right. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, I, I'm I'm uh, kind of working through some of these issues myself, uh, and it's it's uh, you know ho- hopefully they continue to be entertaining. But yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to like it. I hadn't even thought about that, but thank you for recommending it. That, okay, that would so probably if- just could put it on the Reddit, I guess. That's that's the only public thing that we have. Mm. Oh yeah, you can post it there, or if you wanted, I don't know if you had started the Substack yet. Uh, I am you, thinking about it, but let's start with the Reddit. We can start there, and then uh, if you posted there sometime, like shortly after the, uh, shortly, oh, this will be your first interaction with the subreddit too, which is exciting <laughs> for me. Is that what this was? Um, it was just a uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You got me. Yeah. Um, and then next by next week, hopefully, I'll have my piece about counseling out. Um, nice. That, that I think will be exciting. But the other thing that I wanted to do before we transition into the session is inspiration. Now, I was on the phone for like 10 minutes. Did you guys do that earlier without me? No, we did not. All right, well, let's do inspiration. Okay. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Uh, I would say, I'm trying to remember what all what all happened last session. We we left, yeah. we went to the tower. We didn't, oh yeah, and then we, we got in a fight at the end. We got, we got in a really intense <laughs> fight at the fun. end. Yeah, we almost that died. That was intense, yeah. Uh, I would say, I'm going to give it to, I think, Light of Dawn. For just some sweet acrobatic moves and constantly almost dying, but sticking with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I want to give my thank you. Uh, I I want to give my vote to uh, Nerf uh, because uh, he like his character was just like an absolute train wreck last session, uh, and it was it was really really good, right? Um, the <laughs> like revealing unnecessarily that we had the Sun Sword to the uh, Vistani, like in a way that just like complicates the situation for us. I thought was, like, I, you know, for the characters it's annoying, but for us as players, I thought was really funny and interesting, um, and, and like an interesting character moment for him, uh, and his like, you know, kind of being perplexed as to why that would be a problem. Uh, I thought that was pretty great, um, and then, you know, he, some of it wasn't his fault in the fight of just like, uh, you know, terrible roles and stuff, but his like single-minded focus on fighting the undead even as uh, you know even if he's making inefficient choices because that is like his domain as a cleric i thought all of that was really good from a character perspective uh, even if it was like counterproductive from like a, a power gaming perspective which is obviously how i look at everything um it was good character choices and i thought that was really fun so nerf um i think i'm going to kick my vote to uh light of dawn um yeah just uh some of the some of the moves you pulled off especially uh like you using that like teleport hit that you had in conjunction with the um, oh yeah that was cool with uh my path path to the grave i I thought that was really neat i though you had a lot of really cool descriptions in that fight that i enjoyed thank you okay so it sounds like it is light of dawn yay but I think I I had the weakest justification, but I did have two votes. So. 
I, uh, who, who has inspiration right now? I think Jack I'm has like 18. I yeah. only, I expend mine like as soon as I get it typically, so. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't hold on to it, so I've only got the one that you just gave me. I have one. Yeah, that's You right. do have one. Yeah, I, honestly, I was a little surprised that you didn't use it during the fight to like, well, let's see if I can crit. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I mean, for, for most of it, I didn't think I needed it. That's true. Uh, yeah. That's a tough ass revenant. Yeah, that was. I uh, mean, I, I thought we were done. I I thought we were. Done. I, I, uh, I was ready to die and let <laughs> let you to escape. Maybe I need to tell you next time before you attack someone. Hey, by the way, this guy has a name. <laughs> this is a named NPC. Oh, Roger that. Yeah, and you go. Oh, okay. Or maybe I'll I'll, I'll subtly when I move him onto the map, it'll it'll be a, a token with a nameplate. A name with a title too. Right. right? You'll go. Oh. Like, oh shit. <laughs> right. It's like you know Archibald. Yeah. <laughs> you know Duke of Valaki. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Archibald. All right. I am. Yeah, I, I, unless there's something else, we can move into the session, Duncan. If you're ready, and, and please, I, if you I are. am just about ready. I've, I've moved in most of the maps I want to use, but I'm trying to. Uh, I, I there are a couple more that I want to check out before we uh, before we mm -hmm. start, and I just want to make sure they're the right ones. That's fine. Jack, in the meantime, uh, what, for the links, when you send them to me, can you make sure that it's, you've got, like, a label on it, too, so it's not just the URL? It's it's a Google Doc that's shared with you, and they're all labeled. Oh, great. Perfect. Uh, great, because I, I want to I see where we're at. It's a very—I'll just read off the lists that we can all appreciate this. Late Afternoon Gaming subreddit is at the top. Then there's Jordan okay. Peterson Gun Pick, Required Secondary <laughs> Powers TV Trope, Worm Web Serial, Ram Ranch— Mark Wahlberg Wikipedia page, <laughs> Vinios Battle Maps, and then Cyril Northcote Parkinson Wikipedia page. So it's a very, there's, a good, there's some good theming going on here. It's very consistent. And I think mm -hmm. that anybody who just saw this list of links could pretty much map out how the conversation went. What, what were you guys talking about with Vinios Battle Maps? I think that's when I was on the phone. Uh, that was just, that, that's the people who make the 3D ones. Oh, okay. All right. No, actually, I, I I had something that I thought was somewhat significant to say when, about, like, simulators and video games, and then I got a phone call and I couldn't say it. But what I was going to say is that, like, you know, I, I think a lot of people use games like Lawnmower Simulator as kind of like this meme uh, for video games of, like, you know, why would you play this? Right. But in my opinion, like, a lot of video games uh, that are, are not used in the same way are very similar, and they're just kind of like this chore that you do, right? Like, it's... It's something relatively mundane. I think real-time strategy games uh, and a lot of strategy games, you know, can have this criticism like pretty fairly level levied against them, right? If we're leveled against them, um, that like it, it's basically just you're doing like this management task, like these chores basically, and that's the game. Um, so you know, it, it's just framed in some way that you know seems you know, oh well, it's it's soldiers running around, you know, fighting my enemies or whatever. So it seems more fun, but. In terms of like what you're really doing, you're it's a resource still the same, manager. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're being a, you're being a supervisor, um, and uh, so you know when when people talk smack about lawnmower simulator or you know you know trucker simulator, you know whatever. Uh, my thought is like, yeah, but you know you you break a game down past the surface level, and, and you know that kind of description fits a lot of games. This one is just more obviously mundane. Uh, but in terms of actual action, there's there's not a, a terribly huge amount of difference. Um, yeah, so I I resist. My, my metric is hey, if you're having fun, it's fun. 
Right. Yeah. I, I think really that's all it comes down to for me is, is, you know, I laughed about it too. And then I played it and I enjoyed it. Um, but at, at some point I, I realized, okay, I'm how, how much gaming do I want to do that? I yeah, like, I've, I've, I've already kind of done this. It's, it's losing its appeal to me. I'm not going to play for three more hours so I can unlock another lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Like, but that's like, that's the same with, you know, any kind of game it's like hey when you get those rapid unlocks and and like you're progressing quickly right it feels good and then when it slows down right it's like well now it's becoming tedious right yeah and, um, and in a competitive game um I, I i think that that's more um acceptable to me i guess mm-hmm. in a game like that i wish they could i wish i could just play with the the bigger lawnmower mm-hmm. um but Anyway, uh, was, wasn't there like a free play mode where you could bust out the big old zero turn? No, no. Even then, uh, you you have to. You can only play with the ones that you've already unlocked in the like the campaign mode. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It, it, it's funny to me that a lot of games like that that aren't in that like game as a service model don't just give you like the option to just crack the game and say like just give me everything. Uh, like I just I just want to be at the end. Oh sure, I, I think I would have played it a lot more. Um, because there were lawns that I wanted to mow and lawnmowers I wanted to mow them with that I, I'm just not not willing to put in the, you know, 20 hours it would take to unlock. Right. Um, and if you've got, like, a, again, a competitive game or a game as a service, you know, you want to extend the, uh, you know, the amount of time people spend. But if you've just got a, you know, a purchase-to-play game that is single-player, right? Once they buy the game, who cares what they do with it, right? Sure. It doesn't matter if they never play it. You're never getting another penny out of them. Yeah. Now, for all I know, there is an easy way to do that. You know, you press some combination of buttons and it unlocks everything. I just didn't bother to look it up. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think here's a this is a good place to pause it and uh, take a break and then start the session. We've been going for a while. It's, this could be a good-ass tabletop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy about it.